What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. Happy Hump Day. Wednesday's always a weird day, right? Like, Mondays always start super slow. There's either a big problem or everything just moves a little bit slower. Like, I noticed with my nieces, when they come over, they're just like, slow. They're like, oh my God, we just had such an amazing weekend and it's Monday. So I always try to start Monday off super positive. And then Wednesday, bam, I hit you with the controversy or not necessarily controversy, but you know, just a topic that makes you think a little bit deeper because Monday, I don't be ready for all that. And maybe Monday, y'all don't be ready for all that either. But make sure you check out um, the Black Expat Podcast Network, highlighting a bunch of amazing Black podcasters from all over, all over the place, all over the world, doing a bunch of amazing things. And check out my Instagram this weekend because it's going to be happening because it's Labor Day weekend. And you guys know me, I'm always out trying to do something and live adventurously on the tightest budget ever. But <laughs> enough about that. Um, oh, last thing. I did get some messages asking when I was going to get back to my 30-minute podcast. Um, again, those come out every other Tuesday. Uh, and also for my patrons, I they have access to exclusive longer um, shows, which is every other Saturday. Uh, so they're on, like, on alternating weeks. So make sure you guys check that out. If you want to hear more exclusive content, become a patron. Just click the option button in the Podbean app. Or if you're not on Podbean, click the description of the podcast in the show that you're listening to on whatever platform you are listening to it. But let's get right into it. So one of the things I was actually thinking about, um, you know, now that I've been back home for an extended period of time, is, you know, how we adjust to going out, right? And I kind of want to break this down because it varied. And I know my experience is different than a lot of other people's experience. But, you know, when you're in high school, I'm your high school student. Going out does not mean drinking, right? For me, at least for me, it didn't because I ain't had time to be trying to sneak and find out what my call is, sneak and have it in my car. Like I wasn't really with all that sneaking, right? I just it just it just took too much time. So going out with me was like all right, kicking it with the guys, going out on a date with my girl. We going to the movie theater. You know, we going to Navy Pier, with Chicago. So we going to somebody's crib to kick it. It was always involved interacting with people. Right. Not necessarily based around alcohol, but based around people and experiences. And then, boom, you hit college and it's, you know, we're going to frat houses or we're going to a party. uh, But it's not necessarily based around people. We can debate that, but it's based around alcohol and the alcoholic experience. Right. So on one end, but in, in college, you know, you usually group up with people and go out. Whereas, you know, in high school, you can pull up on your own. You can pull up with your girl. You can carpool with the guys. There was many different ways to do it. Um, so again, it was based around people, but the what you were doing, what you're actually doing was, was you know, based around an experience. And in college, uh, it just grew. It was just about alcohol. It's like, hey, you know, we're all shy. We don't know each other. What's an easy way to help us feel more comfortable talking to complete strangers? <laughs> like, because that's what college is, talking to complete strangers. Oh, alcohol. And you know what's interesting is that when you're a kid, when you're a child, um, you know, when you're in school and all that, you're kind of forced to interact with others, but in different ways. Like, school is set up very interestingly, specifically American school. Taiwan school set system and setup is very different. But you know, in America, we have different ways of seeing people. You know, you have gym class, you have computer class, you have science, you have math, uh, but you rotate classes. So you see many different people. Uh, and based on what they say, how they interact in group projects, et cetera, et cetera, it's kind of how you find your friendship group. 
It's also like walking to school, taking the bus to school, who your parents know, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a plethora of different ways to kind of figure out, you know, exactly how you want to go about doing things. But anyway, yeah. So college becomes that, right? Based around alcohol, right? The alcoholic experience, how to loosen up in order to get to know people. And you know, the next step is adulthood. And by adulthood, for most of us, you've you found your friendship group. Um, it's big if you went to college, or even if you didn't go to university, right? If you went right straight from high school into the workforce, you have a big friendship group because you have high school friends, you have neighborhood friends, you have your mom's friends, you have church friends, you have so many people, so many different people that you know. Then you have your family and your family's friends. And then when you date, you have your dates family, your dates, friends, right? Your girlfriend and boyfriend's friends, things like that. So you have so, so much access to so many different people, but who you really kick it with. (laughs) You don't hang out with all those people all the time, right? It slowly condenses the earlier you get because people move away. They start doing different things. You start having different interests. uh, You get a job in a different location and just time, right? You have all these people that you have access to but time, there is no time to interact with all of them. Social media gave us that space to stay connected to all of them without necessarily utilizing our in-person time to connect and to stay connected with them, right? Like really, really think about that. Um, and it's fascinating, right, for a variety of different reasons. But yeah, in your adult life, um, you know, you have all these friends that you've made over 21 years, and then it slowly condenses, right? But then how do you socialize, right? You socialize in comfort is what I call it. Because you've known these people for a long period of time, most of your life. You're comfortable with them. They know you. They understand your journey. So it's a comfortable experience. And then the people that they know, you know, it's in a comfortable environment, right? You can get in your car and go back to your home. You can walk out of an experience or an environment or a meeting or a gathering that you don't want to be in. So even though it may be uncomfortable for a moment, it's an uncomfortable experience that you can walk away from that you can leave and immediately find comfort, right? Oh, I don't like that person. I ain't doing that again. And you can choose to go back to where you find comfort. Now, what am I, what am I leading to? The abroad experience is very different. And when you go abroad, everything is uncomfortable, right? You're literally putting yourself in an uncomfortable, unfamiliar environment for an extended period of time. And you're embracing that, right? You're embracing that you're living and fitting in it. Right. So when you go out, right. So what is going out when you're going out and hanging out, you're at a bar that's unfamiliar to you. You may get to know the bartender, um, but when you meet new people, there is no background. Right. You yourself, you have your own background. They have theirs. And your job is to get to know them, to kind of rebuild or build, not even rebuild, build a friendship. And that friendship is built on what you choose to share. And I tell people this all the time. I said, you can literally recreate your identity abroad. Right. You can share only what you want to share. You can completely go off social media and just meet people and be who you want to be or who you are striving to be in that moment. Right. In some cases, a lot of people do do that. They are some person back home and a completely different person abroad. And, you know, you can kind of pick up on that, too. Like, Oh, yeah. You know what you do back home? Yeah, nothing. I just, you know, was there. Oh, OK, cool. So were you a serial killer? Because that sounds like something a serial killer would say. But anyway, <laughs> but for real, though, you got to be more specific. But um, yeah, so I say that to say like everything is just an uncomfortable experience. And do I think you build more authentic relationships and friendships like that? Eh, I don't think they're any different than what you build when you're growing up. But I do think you can build them 
differently. You can build them with boundaries, with respect, and with certain things understood than you could with someone who's known you for your entire life. Those conversations tend to be a little harder um, and sometimes aren't even had because it's just easier to walk away because you're comfortable. But when you find somebody abroad that's like, man, that's my homie, that's my dog, like that's my girl, like we hang out, we kick it, she understands me, it reminds me of home, but it's not home. It's cool. And I don't know if this person isn't my friend, if I can even find somebody else that I enjoy spending time around in this foreign place. Like, nah, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to lose that. I'd be crazy to lose that. Like really think about it. It's crazy. So then, you know, you kind of get used to partying differently, hanging out differently, connecting with people differently, even if you're abroad for just six months to a year, right? And even if you're not in the back of your mind thinking about home, like everything becomes at the forefront because if you're really trying to take advantage of your lived experience abroad, you're trying your best to be in the moment, to not compare things to back home, right? To not say, oh, it's not like this back home, or oh my God, this is so much better than back home, or I could never do this back home, or I could never do this here. You know, like you try to keep yourself out of that just so you can take the experience in for what it is and maintain that appreciation for home, which there's no place like home, no matter how much you love or appreciate the new place you live in. Please understand that home is what built you and what made you. Again, this is my opinion. You can debate me on it later. Send me a message. I'll talk about it on Friday. But yeah, like it's interesting. And then you kind of get used to and you adjust to, you adapt to the environment you're in and how you party, how much drinks cost, right? I've said for an extended period of time, drinks are so much cheaper abroad than they are in America. America has astronomical prices. It's crazy. But no, you, you get used to that. You get to used to how you interact with people, who you're going to see, who you're going to meet, the time frames of things. It is a huge adjustment. Just like going to college, like your first year is, is a little weird. Second year, a little less weird. Third year, oh, I'm used to it. Fourth year, oh, I'm used to it too, right? So these are all sort of things that that you kind of take into account and that you certainly, you know, pay attention to when you actually are staying abroad and things that you kind of have to, you know, adjust to and be more malleable in your approach to how you socialize. Now, here's what I want you to think about. Now, imagine doing that. Again, I've done it for 11 years where I've lived in a different place for an extended period of time. Uh, but even those who've been less than that, you know, yeah, eight, five, three, two years, no matter how long it actually is, imagine re-entering your home country, your home space, your safe space, if you will, like that re-entry process. I like think about it like TSA pre-check or global check-in, right? Coming back into, and all the procedures that you have to go through. I have to recheck my bag. I have to check my passport. You asked me these questions about where I was living, how I was living, why I was living. There's so many different things that you have to do and that you're doing in that moment, right? It's crazy. Imagine the level of anxiety that comes with that. Imagine the anxiety of flying, right? And kind of couple that with the experience of re returning home from abroad and having to adjust socially, to the experience of socializing, right? Like that's a huge adjustment, right? That's that's a huge leap. That's a huge jump. And that is, it does bring a level of anxiety because things are done completely differently and it's something that you kind of have to pay more attention to, right? That makes sense. Of course it does, right? But it's on a much larger scale. So again, where you go, how you do things, how you interact with friends, hence the friendship podcast that I covered on Monday, like, that's a high level of anxiety, right? Especially if, imagine if you go to a different place and you really find what you enjoy doing, 
right? Like, man, this is my scene. I love the nightlife here. If I'm a woman, I feel safe. If I'm a man, I feel safe. If I'm black, I feel safe in this space. I can get the drinks I like. I like the vibe. I don't have to overly dress. I could dress comfortable and still be found attractive or still find people worth talking to. Uh, it's not super loud. Like I can dance and feel safe and feel comfortable. I can bring all my friends here. And then you go back to your own environment and it's uh, it's completely different, right? And it's a readjustment to, man, I'm familiar. I know this, but it's not what I want. It's not what I feel. That's hella anxiety that we don't really talk about, right? Because we kind of just expect, oh, when you come back from abroad, it's home. So home is home. You know what it's like. But no, you went through a life-changing experience, right? Your life changed when you went abroad. You did things completely differently. So there is an adjustment period, and it is it does cause anxiety sometimes without even thinking about it. Right? Like, oh, man, going out in Chicago, completely different preparation period. A lot more pre-gaming because now you might be paying for those expensive drinks. Going out in Taiwan, no pre-gaming required. I can spend less than $30 and have a great time. In Chicago going out, I ain't nowhere I've gone and spent just $30 for three hours of fun unless I was drinking water and I wasn't tipping my waitress or my bartender. Right. So, again, the readjustment, the reentry anxiety is kind of what I want to call it and kind of, you know, bring it to light and, you know, talk about ways in which we can adapt, adjust, recognize and be better as a result. But y'all know me. I enjoyed this Wednesday morning check in, uh, you know, just talking about the adjustment. I hope I highlighted some things for expats and non-expats to kind of think about. Right. And your experiences, even like and this is like the readjustment anxiety even relates to you being in another another state, going from state to state. Like, like think about it, how many people are moving from certain states to other states, Californians to Texas, Chicagoans to Atlanta, right? And the Chicagoans get to Atlanta and realize there's a bunch of Chicago people here. I feel more comfortable now. Think about the things that you say, like how Harold's made it to Atlanta to appease Chicago people. <laughs> And they turned it into a hookah bar slash lounge. So it has an Atlanta feel to it, but it got that Chicago soul, right? So we even do these things within our home countries to make it feel safer, better, more adaptable, more understanding for people from different places. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, hit me up with any feedback or any things you'd like me to address. Uh, Have an amazing rest of the week. I will see you guys on Friday. Again, my name is Carl, the Black Expat. We are chill.